Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. So I'm really excited. Uh, This is the very first time that I have been uh, able to welcome two special guests to the Brand Lover podcast, Um, Rhea and Kate from Cardi & Co. Cardi & Co is a luxury handmade knitwear brand based in Sydney, Australia, whose key focus is to rekindle the love for thoughtfully designed knitwear designs that consider all bodies. And I love that. Cardi & Co was created by Kate and Rhea, full-time corporate workers and friends. They stand by their ethical and sustainable fashion business values and every effort is made to reduce waste along the supply chain. I am so excited to dive into you girls initially and then uh, and then your business and your journey and just everything. So welcome, Kate and Rhea. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was a wonderful introduction. (laughs) Well deserved, well deserved. Um, Okay, so the first question I love to ask, and it's something that I ask all my brand lover guests, who are you? Who is Kate and Rhea? How did you meet? Sort of how did this love for, for knitting blossom and begin um so uh, Kate and I actually um were co-workers at a a financial services firm and um I mean we didn't really like know each other for a long time before we started the business but I think it was more that uh you know Kate and I were always talking about the same thing so like makeup fashion and other like fun things and obviously but then we had our job to kind of like sometimes have a rant about yes and <laughs> and then and uh, we, we grew really close and and we knew that we wanted to do something outside of our jobs so that just a bit of a break because corporate can get a bit taxing at times mm-hmm. um and uh, yeah so we started like talking about ideas but I remember it very clearly we didn't want to like get into a business where we just like put a little bit of money and get a quick buck yeah because we were like no like we could have you know started like a fast fashion or just find something on again I'm not saying people who do that it's wrong I just said with with us we just really wanted to be uh to to do it with a purpose and not Mm -hmm. do it just like a quick uh rich scheme and be like oh we just want to leave our jobs so yeah yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree with that. And I think, um, you know, when we started, when we started really talking about it out loud, I think we straight away went, "What problems do me as an individual have? What problems do you as an individual have?" And for me, um, mine was ill-fitting clothes. Mm-hmm. So, and generally outerwear. So jackets, cardigans, um, anything that goes on top of other layers, I didn't have those options. Mm -hmm. I couldn't go to shops to find those things. Um, So that's kind of where then it's, it made a spark and our, yeah, and our minds just kind of went berserk thinking of all the different ways that we could try to remedy that um, issue that I was facing. Yeah, and I, I love that. I love that it started with identifying a need um, and, you know, a need that you had. Um, I think that 
that really does drive the the purpose doesn't it sort of absolutely it, it creates that heart-centered approach um so I would love to sort of know how the business was born like you know that sort of gives us a a clue as to the motivators and how you met which is lovely um but how did it actually yeah how was it birthed <laughs> it was yeah it was through it was it was through our lunchtime conversations yeah for sure so once we kind of identified um a problem that we faced um and Rhea was just called a jump in like you were just excited to do something different and you had sold at markets before so you knew what that felt like you also have a connection to another part of the world um, as do I with New Zealand mm. um, so then it was kind of like okay well how how do we do this because I'm I was thinking okay I can't find a denim jacket I can't find a leather jacket I can't find these things but then those things didn't resonate with us to try to make or design mm. until we started thinking about recycled, repurposed fabrics, repurposed, um, you know, older garments that could be reused. And then, oh, knitting, yeah. knitwear, wow. And then I'm like, I can knit. And, you know, <laughs> and, then, and it was like, oh, mum can knit. Yeah. And, we, and it just kind of like sparked. And then Rhea's like, yeah, my mum can knit, although she does love booties. She loves a booty. <laughs> Who um, doesn't love a good booty? Right? <laughs> Which we haven't delved into yet. Perhaps, maybe. There's always, um, there's always the vision board. Um, and I think, yeah, that's kind of then where it went. And we were just going, yep, tick, tick, tick. These are starting to align to who we are as people and you know the the changes that we were trying to make in our own homes to do with recycling repurposing things um and that's why then it all just started to click for us yeah. and the it, the the deep dive into the knitting world began yeah and I think it was also the nostalgia the, not like yeah. the nostalgic element of like knitting like I remember my mom knitting yes. and my grandmother and you know and then like like how Kate was talking about her, like her mom and she was like oh yeah like my mom you know uh taught me to knit and you know but I but but, but I can definitely like get better and then straight away like Kate is saying tick boxes like we were not going to use any you know like unnatural fiber it was all it was like a wholesome sort of like a business that we could start with a purpose. Yeah, and I love that. Uh, I like it sounds like you sort of thought about all of these things that were going to come together that were in perfect alignment with, you know, with the end point that you really were looking for, which is that sustainable fashion that was customizable. Um, yep. And I didn't, I just, you know what? I just always assumed that you two were just obsessed with knitting. Mm. That's not the case. <laughs> It was no. that was just something that was now pages, yes. <laughs> yeah, now you are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that on um from your socials, which we'll talk about later. But yeah. um, yeah, so uh I love that you sort of just it was the vehicle to create rather than um like we just love knitting, let's create a knitting based business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so it's so it's so beautiful to to understand that on a deeper level. So um okay, so uh, being corporate workers, what 
like, you know, obviously yeah, there's time constraints because you're in a nine to five. Kate, I know that you're a mum. What, like, what were you thinking? Did you realise what you were getting yourselves into? No. When no, you started, not- did you realise? I like how Kate, like, pauses. And- yeah, yeah. Mm. Not really. Not really. You don't, like, I think, so, so because of our corporate backgrounds, we do have epic strengths in areas that can help a small business like Rhea not only has she done the entire website DIY that is that is not part of her repertoire although there are, now it is definitely on the CV yeah. um, you know she she has the financial understanding and and is what and is willing to learn more about um, you know, trade and the different um, legal things that are involved with having a small business, mm. that stuff is over my head. That one, that stuff's a bit too much for me. So that's why our peering was really important because um, we needed each other's strengths to be able to define who we are as a partnership business mm. and not not kind of, you know, cutting, in, cutting a corner or there were definitely things that were surprises um that I I got very disappointed about which was you know like our name became similar to another name over in America and that whole thing that happened Rhea took care of all of it because she could see that I just couldn't quite cope with what needed to happen and you know she was able to take the reins on that and then there's been vice versa where there's you know, the knitting environment and the fi- the fiber, sourcing the fiber, that stuff, that, I love that. And I've just been diving into that and using all of my project management skills and the way that I communicate to try and get the best result for us. So, yeah. Yeah, and very meticulous. Like literally Kate and I are similar, but also different, but in such a good way. Like I am nowhere near like the creative sort of like looking into products and like knit knits and like kind of wool and all that but I get so much information from Kate and she explains it really well so it's like the perfect like honestly sometimes I think like how did we end up here like it was like meant to be because it doesn't get again knock on wood doesn't get more perfect like you can't find a more perfect business partner or a business pairing honestly Mm -hmm. like and I'm not saying it because the podcast I honestly beautiful because I was going to say you do actually just sound like a couple in this honeymoon period so I guess I'm (laughs) wondering if there's ever you know how do you deal with um not necessarily disagreements it doesn't sound like you ever there has been no 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 there has been I'm interested to find out how you deal with that if you know if one person has an idea and the other doesn't think it's going to work or if one person wants to explore something and the others you know against it how does that how does that work Ria yeah so I think both of us are really good listeners like and because both of us are very logic like logical approach Mm. so there have been times where I had there have been disagreements but we always go back to why we started this Mm. and we started this because we wanted to make a beautiful business out of it and both of us have the best interest of our business at heart Um, and so I think we both are like we will make our point and then we will pause and let the other person make their point and literally then come together with logic. Right. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. that's how I can explain it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'd agree that, um, you know, like, well, exactly, doing brand alchemy, right? Brand alchemy, I was in it and I loved it and I'm getting all this, you know, I'm G'd up and everything and I'm trying to convey that back to Rhea and she wasn't quite there with me because she needed to do those assessments and different things herself so that we were both on the same thing and you know say we're gonna we're creating a post and we're trying to use the things that we've learned adding a cta at you know a call to action at putting it in this layering and stuff yeah captions captions are probably the thing that we would go backwards and forth backwards no we have to say it like this because otherwise <laughs> what if the reader doesn't get past the first few sentences and they're not going to read that bottom part and we'd be back and forth and in the end, we'd have something was so great. And we're like, we need to reuse this format again. <laughs> and Solving the world's problems, one social media caption at a time. <laughs> yeah. The little, the little things were the things that, wow. that we would have some real pull and tug on. Um, just because, yeah, what we were trying to convey was slightly different. But then we always came back on the same page, or we would say, okay, let's park that and we'll come back in a week. Yeah. And then we have fresh eyes or something's different because I think you, you would know like life with small business really impacts and the different things that can happen throughout um, just your normal every day to day, not even excluding your day job, like excluding yeah. your day job, but your normal every day to day, you can just not feel like it. Absolutely. You can just literally not feel like it. And I feel privileged and lucky and fortunate that I have someone right there that can pick up when I can't. Yeah. And vice versa. Hmm. Yes. And a lot of small business owners don't have that. They, they don't. They don't. And I don't know blessing. how they do it. Yeah. I, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And, you know, even to just the way that you're speaking, it really sounds like you respect each other's opinions. Mm. And, and I think that's very wise to take the emotional side out of it or recognize if you've got other things on and risk be respectful of those life boundaries of each other um, yep. and allow the business to be separate. It's amazing. I mean, we've I done that. It's amazing that you've come so far together and been able to, you know, mature, come into a more mature phase of your business together. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. learnings that we've had, my God, started writing, like a writer's thesis on it. <laughs> yes, well, this is what I was. I would really love to know because you're a few years in now, and I was, I was interested to find out what your biggest hurdle or struggle has been, aside from social media posts. What's been something that you've, you know, that you've experienced that you didn't, perhaps you didn't see coming that you've had to really work together to overcome to come out the other side? Um, <laughs> yep, okay. Um, so our, our relationship with, so, so me, I knit, my mum knits, and we do the accessories generally, the, the beanies, the scarves, um, and we are now doing um, a few jumpers. But our cardigans, we wanted to work with our B Corp company, um, who's Australian owned, but has, you know, trained women in southern India how to knit. So we wanted to work with them so that we could get a bigger volume of cardigans made. That meant that I needed to get, we needed to get wool sent there from other places. Then, you know, our patterns, we had to do samples, that whole thing, but overseas and then COVID freight costs nearly crushed us 
Mm. We were not expecting any of that. Um, customs costs What's from India. We were not expecting any of those costs have been like nearly broke the camel's back style yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and though, and these, like we knew it was going to be tough, but not quite like that. And I mean, we've only just received, so we designed and had all the yarn sent in 2019. We have just received our third cardigan now. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so those are patience. I think we are, we are the most patient <laughs> um, people when it comes support, to yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when it comes yeah. to this, um, and and just we've had we had even though it was a really long process, we still had to learn hard and fast because, you know, one minute we thought this was happening, and the next minute you get slapped with some invoice or there's a delay or oh, what was one of them? Um, the mohair. So we got this gorgeous mohair from Italy, and it finally got spun, and you know we know we had to. Have, reached the minimum order quantities it was like five and a half thousand dollars of mohair that got stuck in a container at india customs because it had a cat in the container when covid was on oh my gosh but you can yeah. we never ever received that yarn oh. ever we had to get more from south africa yeah and like letting go of the fact that wow okay what are we going to do now and letting yeah. go of the fact that oh that spun yarn is not going to we are never going to see it and then like yeah as a small business and it's just yeah that's that was that's one of the things that's one yeah that's <laughs> one the type of thing that could cripple yeah a small business yeah yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I mean, I think we both are, we both are very thankful that we have good corporate jobs because honestly, yeah. like if we would have like left our jobs and started doing this, there is no way because at times you do start to, because at the end of the day, we are humans, right? We'll start to like think and question, did yeah. we do the right thing? Is that why people, again, I'm just general comment. Is that why some business owners may consider cutting corners? Mm. and then yeah, are we being too ethical like what's honestly and then we had to just keep reminding ourselves of the reason why we started it and I think that's what that's what gave gave us strength and the fact that we both can like speak our heart out with each other like no judgment yes. yeah. yeah oh I just got goosebumps <laughs> I got them when I was remembering <laughs> Yeah. Carry through coming back to your why so religiously is so important isn't it I think and I think like especially because you're such you know you're so um I guess dedicated to walk in alignment with those ethical yeah. values I yeah. can imagine that it's very tempting to cut those corners, especially after having experiences like having a cat in a shipping container. Like that's what really are the odds? Like what are the odds? So then I you thought start... people were kidding. I thought yeah. it was a joke. <laughs> then no, it was not a joke. I don't even know what to say about that. That's just we still don't know. Amazing. We still don't know where that yarn is. Amazing. Yeah. Never been found. The cat cat the ate cat's it all. Nice and warm, cozy. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, I'm look, I'm so grateful that you can laugh about this now. And that you know, well, we, we do have the we do finally have the they're just behind me actually. I don't know. Oh, yeah, there they are. This is our this is our space there with all our yard and everything. Oh. That little space there. And then uh, we actually have a stock take this this Saturday. So that that'll reignite us as well because yeah. at the moment we we decided to part of that small business um just uh recognizing just recognizing the world that we're in and that you know predominantly till now we are win winter we are winter focused and have been so we decided to put a pause on our website over summer mm -hmm. that also mentally has just been a godsend for us because we fit that social media part has kind of just dropped right down um and we've been able to you know, I'm designing for next summer because now mm -hmm. we've really, you know, we really see the gap that we have, which is yeah. no summer range. Yeah. And we live in Australia. Yeah. Summer <laughs> item would be lovely. So, you know, we're looking that that's given me the space to help design and um and try out new yarns. And it's 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 allowing us to just have a bit of a break and ramp up for next year because We've got a lot of stock and we need to do these markets like we need to get out yeah. there and so people learn us remember us um and that'll be our focus for next year yeah 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 that's so wise and sometimes you do need to slow down to speed up yeah like keep going like if we keep going trying to do all the things tick off the social media and keep doing what we've always done we're never going to get anywhere if it's not working there's something and it doesn't you know, feel authentic exactly authentic yeah. is the word absolutely it comes across as forced as if we're trying to be someone else as yeah. we're trying to just portray that oh everything's hunky and dory even yeah. though we're in the middle of a pandemic but look at us we are yeah. great mm. yeah. acknowledge acknowledgement of the uh situation and being authentic is has definitely been one of our like you know us space for sure yeah, and I think that comes across beautifully. Um, okay, so what keeps you motivated to keep going? And I know you come back to your why, but that's sort of, I mean, that's part of it. But when you do have these epic setbacks, what is the thing that keeps you, keeps you keeping on? Our products are great. <laughs> yeah our products are awesome <laughs> yeah and the 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 feedback that we get when someone says you know I was able to effortlessly put my arms in through this cardigan there was no hoiking up the arm there was no like I just felt free this cardigan was designed for my body yeah and and that's what gives me goosebumps right here because that's something um that a lot of people don't know what that feels like mm. um and so yeah we know that the fiber is awesome the products and the design are awesome we just need more people to see them yeah yeah so that's that's what keeps me going for sure mm -hmm. yeah and and that too and I think I think what also keeps me going apart from that is like I reflect where we started from and the kind of loopholes and all the hurdles that we've come and we are still surviving and uh we don't we didn't come this far to just quit 
Like literally, I say that oh, to myself. I got goosebumps then. <laughs> Honestly, because I'm just like, I'm like, because I remember our earlier conversations on phone, like we were on WhatsApp. It's like the 10th of June, 2019. And we have like just literally registered our business. We were excited. I go back and they're like, nah, this is, yeah, we didn't do all this to just be like, ah, oh, too hard. Yeah. yeah. Overcomers. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's next? What's next for Cardi and Co? What can we expect? I know that you were chatting about markets and summer range. Can you spill a little bit more detail? Um, yes, we also have we have a new beanie, new beanie mm. style. Because um, because last year we pretty much sold out of our pom pom beanies and we ran out of yarn. Um, oh, amazing! But we've we've since had an amazing um, young netter in Adelaide helping us out. <laughs> just happens to be a relative of mine, <laughs> and she's just the best. Um, oh, good. It's so, so good. You know, she texted me the other day and she's like, hey, um, what's happening with those scarves that you'd like me to knit? I was like, oh, I haven't written the pattern yet. I'll get to it, you know. She's like, oh, I'm ready to go. And oh, bring us in check. You know, she is very organized. I think she liked my approach because I'm super organized as well. So I was able to just tell her. Yeah. And then we've, we've now got a nice little rhythm. Awesome. So I'm so thankful for Jane's assistance because it meant I don't need to be knitting them and I can be knitting other stuff and trying to design a t-shirt oh yeah yep. we've been yep. a t-shirt for next That's summer exciting. and um I'll, I'll tell you about well we're, I'm pretty sure that we're we're um aligned on the fabric which is a um, bamboo organic viscose blend oh. so it has a beautiful drape um and that's all I'm gonna say okay that's yeah. enough teasing that's very yeah. exciting um yeah very exciting okay so yeah. last last question and then we'll get into um advertising um what uh what would you say to a budding sustainable business owner what would you, what's the best piece of advice you could give somebody who was wanting to start, you know, something in the slow fashion realm? Rhea? Again, sorry, I'm going to repeat myself. It's fine. Definitely know your why. Yeah. And be ready and be ready for, for acknowledging the situations as they come. Like, you know, so be know exactly why you're doing it. Because sometimes in the business world, I think things people I, people overcomplicate things, and it is a complicated area. But then, yeah, know your why, and then, uh, yeah, just be ready to acknowledge situations. And yeah, that if I put it in a nutshell, there's so many other things that I would say. Yeah. Expect the unexpected. Yeah, I'd agree with that, and be open, open to adapt mm. actually feeling you know these are all the uh, corporate words coming out and which is you know having having an agile environment where you can um move with the ebbs and flows because i think if you become too rigid that's when when you become stuck yeah. um and i think that's because you have i mean you have an overall plan and, and a pathway forward but there's always branches off that will then bring you back and i think that's what we realized the branch doesn't mean that you're then on a whole new pathway. Mm. It's actually just a, you know, it's like going the scenic route. Yeah. You would have rather gone straight, but 
things have come up that then make you go round about, but remembering your why brings you back on. Yeah, absolutely. And keeping focused on that end, end vision will mean that even if you do take a detour, you're still heading in that same direction. Yeah. I think that's such yeah. a great analogy for any small business owner or brand builder. So thank you so much for that, girls. And thank you. Yeah, so much. I've got one more thing that I would say okay. is to find a community like the Branding Hub. Ah. That, like I've been, we've been, I've been pretty quiet in there lately because obviously with just what's going on for us, but I still read it. I still feel the connection. Anytime I do have anything to say, I've mm. always got someone listening who can mm. come back to me. And I think, um, because we were part of a, a group to start with that in the end was timing wasn't quite right and price for us wasn't quite right. Mm -hmm. But in that month of not having anyone, mm -hmm. we realized how valuable it was yeah. and that the money was relevant to, you know, we thought it was a, a dead cost, but it actually wasn't. We didn't realize how much it really gave us. So thankfully timing of brand alchemy and everything for oh. us just aligned absolutely it was like meant to be it was honestly I love that. like yeah. and I believe that things you know those things do happen at the right time for the right reason yeah. so thank you for sharing that um yeah I think having a nurturing community particularly of like-minded business owners yes. is incredibly important um you know there's so many communities out there um but it really is finding your your people and you know the people that are going to um envelop you I guess when yeah. you need it the most and help you to to keep going or um you know support you through certain things and and I think you're right when you have nobody that's when you you sort of get stuck don't you yeah, yeah. and you just think like is it us is this like is this the the problem only with us or it's yeah. just yeah again you start to question yourself and you definitely need people or like a sounding board and I, I think uh, I, like I've not like directly posted in the branding hub but of course I keep in touch through Kate and we've had mm -hmm. situations where literally Kate and I'd be like yeah let's post that in the branding hub Let, yeah. let's post that yeah. on the community page and yeah. Yeah. we've got answers and it's like oh yes yeah. this is why we are here <laughs> I was I was in New Zealand and you were at home and we had we had that um we had a product come back that had been damaged you yes. might remember, Rach, and I, I remember very well. Yeah. And yeah. everyone came in because um, other people had had experiences like that before. I mean, Matt offered a point of view that we had not thought of. Yeah. And in the end, we actually had the best result. The yeah. best result yeah. could have happened. And it was over really a three week period that it was all this conversating and everything. And we didn't we didn't act too fast mm. I you know and that was that's learning from being part of a community that shares yeah and that's huge for us huge yes yeah. oh <laughs> so beautiful thank you <laughs> thank you for sharing that so um so openly um okay so where can we find you where can people come and check out your beautiful products and get to know Kate and Ria a little bit more and also I guess keep in touch because I, I mean I don't know about you listeners but I'm very excited to um to check out these new ranges and things well we have so we uh we have our website so www.cardianco.com.au mm -hmm. we also have Instagram and Facebook um also 
Cardi & Co. Um, and we, we're going to be at most markets. Olive Tree Market up in Newcastle is one of our favourites. So we hope to be there every month through the winter or autumn to winter. Awesome. Um, we have a uh, registered spot on the Sydney Made website. So that is all um, handmade items. And so, yeah, we have a regular spot on, on their directory. And we are looking to be part of Ethical Made Easy in the new year. So just trying to channel into um, collective groups of ethical and sustainably made items. So the like-minded customers yeah. um, are seeing our stuff in and around. Um, yeah, those would, be, those would be the main main spots. We do, um, we will get back up into the Blue Mountain Makers store, which is a gorgeous Beautiful. handmade um shop up there they've been yeah. open for a couple of years and yeah yeah and i think and also they're very approachable just like sorry don't mean to yeah. Talk no, you, but right. just, yeah very approachable please dm us please yeah, send us a facebook email. message like we are we love to chat yeah. and uh yeah like our key thing is to just keep our social media updated once we get into these markets and yeah we can't wait like honestly i'm itching i can't wait to be at a market and talk to people because it's yeah. been, it's such and a I, wonderful yeah. experience yes yeah. I oh I, you make me want to move to um to New South Wales and that was going to be my next thing is maybe some interstate markets might be yes. on the cards yes. all going well touch wood yes um, definitely put that out there <laughs> yeah. right, oh. send this message to the universe <laughs> yeah we'll just manifest. throwing it out there yeah, when's the when's the fringe fest because the fringe fest is a good uh, one march oh it's earlier March-ish. i wasn't sure I but yeah there's definitely a few because we had melbourne booked last year but that didn't work yeah. out in the end yeah well so yeah we're ready to go going well yes yes i love that all right so <laughs> go and check out um Rhea and kate say hello as i said they are two of the most friendly down-to-earth gals you'll ever meet Thank you so much for coming and sharing your wisdom and your time with me on the Brand Lover Podcast. If you loved listening to this week's episode, pretty, pretty please click subscribe so that you don't miss any future podcasts. Also, if you have just a minute, please feel free to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. I'd so appreciate it and it will help spread this message further. Thanks for being here. I'll catch you next week.